Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey everyone, welcome to Moms in Real Estate. This is Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio, and we are so excited to be speaking with a wonderful woman out of Texas. Her name is Madison Niles. And today, Madison is going to talk about overcoming incredible battles with joy. So Madison, how about you introduce yourself to everybody and get us started by telling us a little bit of your backstory. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to share my experience and hopefully be um, a little bit of an inspiration um, to some other moms out there navigating the real estate world and just career world, career world in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I am in Dallas, Fort Worth, and um, I am actually a real estate broker. I got my real estate, um, real estate broker's license when I was 27 and um, we have a brokerage here in DFW, and um, I run it with my husband, Travis, and my mother-in-law, Kimberly, and uh, we're a third-generation real estate family, um, and so we do everything under the sun real estate. Um, my uh, husband's brother and um, sister, brother and wife, my sister-in-law, they are uh, mortgage lenders, and this side of the family does real estate stuff, and we buy and hold investor properties and fix and flip properties, and help, you know, over, over 80 families a year buy and sell their home. So um, we do a little bit of everything and 24 seven is what we do, you know, around the um, dinner table at Christmas Eve. So we love it. <laughs> that's my, that's my but, household too. <laughs> it definitely is yeah, your household yeah. too, Angela. How is that working with your mother-in-law and all of your husband's family? Yeah, it's, you know, we all have a very similar mindset and a very similar drive, which, you know, is awesome whenever I got paired up with them, you know, we just flowed so well together, but, um, you know, we're able to keep it professional, you know, and go through things at the office and then no matter what happens, we'll always go out to dinner and, you know, it's a totally different thing and everything like that. So, um, but it's, it's, it's fun. It's good. We, you know, like I said, we all have the same drive, so we know and the same goals. And so we can help push each other and, you know, we can keep business business and our personal stuff personal. So well, um, it's been fun. I think it's so cool because especially like you have a one and a three year old. So to have like your mother in law and like your your husband and your your all the family around like you, I feel like it would be so much better to have them all around when the kids are young to be able to help you. Um, so that when you're busy at work, like everyone kind of has, like they all understand and they're all like very willing to help, I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Our whole entire family. And then even my side also lives here in the DFW area. So between me and Travis and both of our families, everyone is right here about 20, 30 minutes away. So, you know, and you always hear the saying, like it takes a tribe, but it really does, yeah, especially it does. whenever you're trying <laughs> to build, build a business with you know, the whole family and, you know, everyone is going so many different ways and pulled in all these different directions. And, um, you know, it, it has really helped, especially whenever we first got into the business, I've been in real estate. I'm going on my seventh year, actually November. Um, and Travis and Kimberly, their family has been in real estate, um, you know, for over 20 years. Um, but whenever 
they got into the business was because I got pregnant with our first child and I was very sick. And so they were like, oh, we're going to go ahead and get our real estate licenses and kind of work on this side of it to help you out. And, um, and so they ended up falling in love with it. And, um, I was, uh, Keller Williams at the time. And so, you know, we were like, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and get my broker's license and we're going to start our own brokerage and we can have it a really tight knit, um, family community culture. And, um, we just started hiring on agents really this past year. And, um, we've really loved being able to, you know, pour into them and train them and, you know, share our experiences and everything. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of where we're going, you know, in the future. So, yeah, that's that's an exciting story that, uh, that your family knit together because of Mm -hmm. you when you were pregnant and sick. I mean, that's cool for your family just to come to action and come and support you so far to get their license so that they can professionally help you as well. You know, most families will personally help you, but they're like, oh, we'll just get our licenses and (laughs) help you professionally as well. That's fantastic. I know. Yeah, it wasn't. It blossomed into this huge thing, so... Yeah, that is so awesome. And I think like you're only, I mean, you're not even 30 yet too, which is so cool, right? You're 29. Mm -hmm. 29. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I have to think about that for a second, but yeah. 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 So I think that's so cool because you've been in real estate for seven years. You got your broker's license at 27. So I know there's a lot of young people that can use being young as like almost like they can't do it because people don't take them seriously, but here we mm-hmm. are. And, and what, and what yeah. people don't know, what, what you guys listening don't know, because I don't know if you can tell, but Madison has a fantastic attitude toward life. And what you don't know, it's not been so easy. Yes. So um, we're really thankful, Madison, that you're willing to um, have a, a great conversation with us about your struggles so that our audience can benefit from your amazing, amazing attitude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And I'll kind of um, go into that just a little bit. You know, um, overcoming things is, you know, of course, the people that you have around you, but also a mindset and, um, you know, kind of being able to claim that victory over yourself from the beginning and then being able to claim it through the journey and then kind of seeing where you've become, um, who you've become through that. And, you know, we we have um, our three and a half year old Easton and that's whenever we kind of started our brokerage together. Um, and then very briefly after that, we had gotten pregnant with twins and, you know, long story short, we ended up losing them at 22 weeks, um, which was completely heartbreaking and very traumatic, you know, for me and the whole family. And, um, and then we, whenever we started trying again, we got pregnant with Breck and he's, he's one now, um, you know, but right off the bat, I was, you know, high risk pregnancy. And so I was at the doctor every week and, you know, they were checking everything. And then whenever he was born, um, they found out with the newborn screening a couple of weeks after he was born that he was um, had a severely combined immunodeficiency labeled SCID. And so rare, it only affects like one out of every couple hundred thousand babies um, or something. And, um, and so right at the beginning, and pretty much that just means that he had no T cells and no B cells in order to fight off any kind of virus or bacteria. Um, and so he was kind of like a bubble, bubble baby, you know, for the first couple of months of his life while we were trying to figure out and get all this testing and go to the doctors and everything to figure out what exactly was going on. And, um, he was actually going to have to get a bone marrow transplant when he was about four months old. And, um, you know, we were a family of faith, so we put all of 
you know, all of that and to the Lord's hands and everything like that. But, um, it was the week before he was supposed to be admitted to the hospital to get, you know, his pre-testing and everything like that to get our bone marrow transplant that his T cell count had just happened to come up right above the point where he would, um, be sentenced to have to go and do that. And so the doctors wanted to pull back and um, just kind of wait it out and see. And so he ended up getting antibody infusions for the antibodies um, to be replaced until we kind of figured out a little bit more of what was going on. So now his T cell count has come up to normal, but his B cell count is still practically non-existent. So we actually go in once a month um, and get antibody infusions with him at the children's hospital over here in Dallas. And it's about a four or five hour treatment that, you know, we have to do. Um, so, you know, being a little one-year-old baby, it's just, it's really hard, you know, and for, as a mother, it's going through all of that and not knowing what's wrong with your child and, you know, having another toddler at home and he doesn't understand why he can't be around his new brother. And, you know, we had to like kind of block his room off and, um, he had to pretty much sleep in there from day one because he, they didn't want him just kind of out in the house and, you know, little toddlers can kind of have sniffly noses all the time. So we're very careful. You know, I pretty much stayed in his room with him the majority of the time. And, um, um, you know, it can be debilitating, you know, and all moms go through something, you know, whether it's pre- um, pre-motherhood or during motherhood or post or, you know, whatever it is that, you know, can put you in a really tough place and be completely debilitating. But, you know, I think it has a lot to do with the tribe that you have around you and, you know, your, your people and your mindset. And if you can, you know, just take every day and, you know, push through it and work towards your goals personally and professionally and things like that. And, you know, it's, it's really cool to see, you know, I mean, we're not totally out of the woods yet, but we're in a lot better place now. We've kind of come to a little bit of a sense of normalcy with the treatments and everything, um, you know, and our whole entire family has been such a blessing because they've been there to help. And even with my brokerage, you know, whenever I was out doing the infusions or I was out at the hospital with him or, you know, he got sick. And so we were paranoid and had to keep him, you know, totally isolated, um, you know, Kimberly and Travis were able to kind of pick up the slack here, you know, and help push our business and our agents and things like that, keep everybody motivated and moving. So, you know, it's, it's, we've been blessed with the people that we've had around us um, during this whole time, but that's, yeah, that's really excellent. I think that I, I'm going to ask, like you already mentioned that you're a family of faith Mm -hmm. and Kristen and I love Jesus with all our heart. And I would think that there's got to be somebody listening right now going, well, how, mm-hmm. how did you face those incredible challenges and you're still facing them and keep joy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and mm-hmm. keep, and keep, you know, a positive m- attitude moving forward. So give us a little more practical information about how you do that or how you've done that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's been tough. It has definitely, but I've really, um, you know, my husband and I have really just tried, you know, every appointment, it kind of seems like every time we would go up to get, you know, blood work done, which is like once every couple of weeks, we had to go up there and get his blood taken and they would run a whole bunch of tests. It seemed like every time something 
you know, horrifying would come back and they would say, okay, these are all the things that could happen, you know, because of this. And then most of the time it was just, you know, it either kind of leveled back out or, you know, it was a wonky blood draw that happened or something like that. But, you know, you live in constant fear and stress and, you know, it, it can be, it can put you into, you know, a state of depression and, you know, like I said earlier, debilitation and, you know, just not, where you just, you can't, you almost cannot even go through the day. And so, you know, we got to a point and I was like, you know, the Lord completely has me in this situation and he's going to pull us through it somehow, you know, and I, I had, I don't know if I would say like visions, you know, but just very prominent kind of thoughts and, and um, kind of ideas and things in my head where I kept on seeing our family on this roller coaster and, you know, I always tell people this story and, you know, and, and it was scary to go through the loops and down the hills and up the big, you know, um, increases and all that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, and then I would just almost kind of hear and feel a um, piece of kind of, of a voice come over me and like a blanket of peace kind of fall over me. And I would almost hear the words like, you're going to get off the coaster, you know, give me a little bit of time. I'm, you're going to get off. You'll be able to walk away from it, you know, and I'm getting goosebumps, you know, talking about it. But I just, uh, I've, I felt that. And it's almost like whenever I would, um, you know, be fearful again and, you know, something would tell us something else, you know, terrifying on a Friday at 3 PM. And then we'd have to go through the whole weekend Mm -hmm. before, you know, cause they call you on Friday at 3 PM and tell you, something that could or could not happen and then you're waiting the whole weekend to Why be able to talk to anyone again i don't know it has happened so many times you know and i'm like oh my goodness and it made our whole family so upset they're like they should have just waited until, until monday, monday morning she so could yeah. go up there and talk to them she yes but it oh is, my goodness but, but, but yeah Madison, i gotta tell you one of the things that you said that um, and I and I don't know if our listeners know this, but in the Bible, it's super clear mm-hmm. that if you, with Thanksgiving, make your request known to God, that He He will give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. Doesn't mean He's going to fix mm-hmm. everything, but that peace that you're talking about, that He can blanket over you. Mm-hmm. I I've got to believe that that has to be a big part of how you can make it through such unknown territory with your little with your little guy. Oh yeah. It's huge. It's huge. I mean, you know, I've had probably more, you know, anxiety and stress over this last year than I ever have in my entire life, you know, but every time I just be like, okay, Lord, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but you do. And you've gotten us through, you know, not having to get a bone marrow transplant, you know, whenever the doctors like told us it was a 99% chance that we were going to have to do that, you know, and then like you got us through, you know, this liver scare that, you know, they thought that his liver was having issues and could possibly fail in the future. You know, you got us through some other, um, you know, things that they had told us that he could be possibly diagnosed with, with this mutated gene that we don't know what's going on, you know, with it. And, and every single time that I would go home or get one of those calls and, or, you know, look up the test results that they would post online, I would just pray about it, you know, and any time that I, reached out and did that I did it's almost like you kind of feel it almost you know from your head to toe and it's like Mm -hmm. you feel a little bit calmer that anxiety went away that not in your stomach you know was relieved a little bit you know um and it of course also helps a lot that 
our entire family is constantly, you know, pushing that into us too. That's how, you know, I was raised and, you know, my mom is very strong in her faith and my dad and everything too. And so they're always very encouraging, you know, spiritually and everything as well. Um, but yeah, that, that has really been what's got us through. And I mean, and still, you know, to this day, I don't know what is wrong with my baby. You know, the doctors, they're talking, you know, doctors in Switzerland and Germany and Russia have now taken an interest in his case. And so, you know, and that takes months, you know, we waited six and a half months just to get genetic testing results back that we did, Oh my gosh! you know, and so that, because they had to go over, you know, a hundred thousand different, you know, pieces of the way that the, um, the, the genes and DNA were all, you know, they had to pair it with everything. And like me and Travis had to give, blood and they had to, you know, try to match it and see what was on and where did this come from and what happened. And so they still don't know what is going on with it, you know, but we have been able to kind of, um, cross some things off the list. And I mean, he's a very joyful baby, which has made it, you know, which has been a blessing. Um, he's happy. He's developing the way that he should be. And, you know, he was a preemie, so he's not like quite walking yet or anything like that, but He's just so happy, you know, we'll go and get his infusion and um, after they get done, you know, poking and prodding at him and they have everything picked up and we sit there for about four or five hours, he's just smiling and kind of babbling at him and that's, it's like he incredible. doesn't even, that doesn't, he doesn't even phase him, he doesn't even remember, you know, so... That is, that is so like I, I literally have a picture of him in my head I don't know what he looks I know, like but it's, blonde? Just so, it's so sweet like him just I can see like just a little one-year-old just smiling and not even like knowing how much like stress you have you yeah. know that's so, crazy. yeah yeah absolutely he's just happy to be there with his mama you know <laughs> that's nice that's nice but, well I am yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure that there's somebody out there that's like okay, I'm not alone in this, you know, my child has some tragedy, you know, or health problems that are like looming over their whole life. But your, your example of faith and your example of still having, you know, you, you and your family building your business and that joy and that hope is an inspiration. It really is. It totally Mm -hmm. is. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable with us too. I mean, that's Absolutely. got to be hard to share. So I, we so appreciate it. And not only yeah. do I think that like another part of it is I feel like so many people have so many excuses on why they're not succeeding in real estate. And I feel like you've had so many things thrown at you and you've still succeeded and you're successful. So I want people to look at this and be encouraged that um, no matter what life throws at you, you can make this work, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes those times so much sweeter too, you know, whenever you're able to fulfill what you're trying to do, you know, or at least make strides towards that, you know, during everything. And you just, it's cool to see, you know, whenever you've been through stuff, it's cool to see kind of how you're coming out of it, how you think different, how you feel different. And, you know, it just, it's, it's very, it's been neat to kind of see the woman that I have become through that, you know, and been able to see different pieces of myself that either, you know, weren't there or, you know, not fully risen yet, you know, but just, uh, you know, you become a stronger person. I've been I've a lot stronger in my face through it and, um, you know, as a mom and so much more appreciative of everything too, you know, 
Well, I'll tell you um, one more thing that I find find admirable before we close is that everyone has a, uh, not everyone has a choice of what happens to you in your life, but everyone has a choice about how they react to it. And you clearly, mm-hmm. instead of taking the road of, you know, and I'm not saying you never feel depressed, but depression and defeat and sticking your head in the sand saying, I'm just going to focus on the problems. I see you focusing on the solutions and the victories and the joy mm-hmm. and the accomplishments and your growth. And that is an incredible mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. It's definitely something that was learned and prayed for. You know, it doesn't naturally, people don't naturally oh, no. think that way. You <laughs> no. know, people are naturally oh, no. like, oh, whoa, me. No, you, you know? got to work on it. You got to yeah. work on yeah, it every day. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Madison, really, thank you so much for today. I know that our audience is blessed by you. And so, Kristen, and I thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you all so much. You're welcome. Talk to you later.